may contain violence presents Rot Black Sludge or The Shadow King's Lost Heir. An introductory dungeon call for Merc Bore. Welcome to episode 2. When last we left our outcast, Vidrig Vardalos, a dead god's prophet, Alec Von Wretched, Wretched Royalty, Rotten Johnny, the gutterborn scum, and Edward Dickinson, the forlorn philosopher. They had been accused for heretical theft and faced execution. But a masked seer, a courtier of the Shadow King, offered them a chance at life. The king's one true heir, his son, Alden, is missing. Without an heir, the Shadow King will eventually be forced to hand his crown to his imbecile brother. They were told to get him back discreetly, and wealth, life, and freedom will be theirs. It's believed Alden is imprisoned in an infamous underground locale, a place no free man would willingly go, a place called the Accursed Den. When the outcasts arrived there and entered the underground chambers, they soon found themselves in a room, a library of sorts, one with two beds containing three skeletal remains. While searching through the room, the forlorn philosopher, Edward, picked up a most curious tome, and when he opened it, was forced to call out words, call out words to Arise, you dead, arise. Although it wasn't the skeletons that rose, but a strange crystalline demon appeared in the room. And that is where we left the outcasts. Let's pick it up right there. You see the crystallized imp, demon, you're not sure. You've uh, you've all had brushes with the supernatural so far. Uh, some have a talking horse. Some have worshipped a god who has been told no longer exists. They're liars. <laughs> Others uh, carry a tablet that can make them do wondrous things. And another has corrosive loogies. But this is something you have never seen before. You almost think like you fell into a, a nightmare as this crystalline, impish creature has appeared, sitting 
cross-legged, slumped over, and just kind of lazily looks around. It starts to sniff at the air, it seems, and eventually its eyes lock towards Vidric. I need you guys to volunteer someone to roll the group initiative. And this person, well, we'll see. This person does it for the rest of the night too, and we'll switch it up every every session. I'll do it. <coughs> right. I like. <clears throat> All right. Eight. All right, Von Wretched. Uh, yep, I need you to roll a. Okay, initiative is very simple. Uh, on, uh, I need to roll a d6. Mm-hmm. On a one to three, your opponents begin. On a four to six, you begin. All right. Rolled well. Okay, now I need everyone to roll their individual uh, initiatives. And you're going to roll a D6 and add your agility modifier to it. Right. So this is, you know, not necessarily your attack initiative. It's just your what are you doing initiative. And uh, the two actions you can do really are movement. You can move. Uh, you can move like a, a the length of like an average size room, um, as well as take an action. Be it an attack. Be it use a power. Um, be it have a conversation, a short one. Um, grabbing an item off uh, off a shelf. It, it varies, and I'll, I'll let you know what you can or can't do. All right, Alec, you are first. <sighs> I'm going to ask it what it's doing. All right. It does not seem to be taking heed of your words. You, you, you notice it has almost a... For lack of a better word, kind of a kind of a hungry or wanting look upon its face as its eyes lock towards uh, Vidrig. I will pick up Ted and uh, tell him this thing is rather rude. <laughs> Ted contemplates. Ted, your skull contemplates your words carefully and gives you his usual reply. Vidrig. Uh. Um, I'm just going to kind of wait and look back at the thing. Okay. Uh, you gaze at its crystalline face. It's always it's always shimmering. It's kind of hard to to lock gaze with it. Um, it's just, but the, the the gaze is almost kind of hypnotic. You you've never seen a creature like this before, uh, nor have you even heard of it. You've heard of of demons, of course. Demons, you know, are are the uh, the scorn of mankind. They are the the. Uh, tempters, they are the deal makers, 
but this one kind of balks at the descriptions you ever had of of such it has a it has a pointy tail it has uh horns it's kind of a uh uh, a bulbous uh, stomach, and but it, it's, it's just kind of sitting there. Uh, if anything, you'd think it would look kind of lazy. Um, Johnny. Uh, Johnny is freaked out. He is going to run to a doorway and kind of get behind one of the doorways and just start screaming devil. The devil, okay. the devil, the devil, the devil. Okay, so there is the doorway to the north. It's a it's a heavy door. Uh, and then there's the open door to the south, which you entered. The open door. He's going to okay, so you go, you, you retreat back into the, uh, the chamber with the stream. And I'm just peering around the door frame. Okay. Edward. Um, I gather I'm still holding on to the book. Yeah, yeah. The book uh, is still open in your in your hand. Well, I think uh, I'm just going to um, drop the book and just start to retreat out the back out the door where Daryl's headed. Okay, you kind of uh, you sidle past uh, Vidrig and the the, the crystalline uh, creature here. As you're walking uh, past, it doesn't. It it, it barely does a, a glance at you. It does sense your movement. It does for a second look you over, but seeming uninterested in you, it then turns again towards Vidrig. Oh. And uh, yep, you you sidle past. It, it does not uh, move against you, and uh, you get outside and are standing beside uh, Johnny. Okay, as you do uh, your first actions there, it then opens its mouth and cups its hands and brings it forward uh, in front of him. And it starts waving his fingers, uh, like almost in a, in a come-hither motion. Uh, Vidrig, you don't feel any type of compulsion to do so. But um, as he's doing that, you notice a stream of light coming from your backpack. And it's now leaving your backpack and going into his, um, it's going into its mouth. And it seems to be there's something um also dancing upon the light <laughs> okay uh alec it's back to you so to your eyes it looks like it's um it's 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 waving its waving its hand and it's consuming light uh, that's coming from Vidric's backpack. Smack it. You smack the demon? Yep. 
Uh-oh. Okay. Uh oh. <laughs> Alright. Uh, I need you to. What are you hitting it with? A flail. Oh, okay. That's more than a smack. <laughs> okay. You, uh, you detach your flail from your belt, give it a spin, and try to whack it upside the head. Uh, I need you to make a melee attack, and to make a melee attack with uh, this system, you're simply rolling uh, a d20, your difficulty rating is 12, and you're adding your strength modifier to the roll. Alright, uh, you hit it right atop the head. As you uh, as you smack it, you hit it hard too. The the flail, uh, the, the the spiked uh, balls making up the, uh, the the flail, bounces off its skull and ricochets almost uh, uh, flipping back onto you, but you manage to um, not hit yourself with it. It doesn't seem to be bothered by it at all. It didn't even flinch. Yeah. It just collided with the crystals. There was a sharp kind of crack, but um, doesn't seem like any damage was done. Sorry, Vidric. It's gonna have to keep stealing your essence. <laughs> Vidric, it's your turn. Uh, I want to look in my backpack to see if I can see, um, like, uh, what the light is escaping from. Okay. Um, you you un, un, unshoulder your backpack and uh, start rummaging through. it. very easy to find as, as the light is pointing the way there. Um, it is your, uh, it's your scroll. I kind of thought so. Um, make a presence check. How do I do that? <laughs> D, oh, sorry. Uh, roll a d20. Okay. And your difficulty rating is going to be 10. So d20 and then add whatever modifier? Yep, your presence okay. modifier. Uh, 8. 8, okay. Um... You can't quite you like I said, you do notice something within the light. Uh there seems to be shapes in the light, but you can't quite tell what it is. But yeah, the scroll's rolled up. Uh you have it in a uh, I imagine it would be in a scroll case. Mm. Okay, are you doing anything else? No, not at the moment. Okay. Uh Johnny? Oh man, he is just petrifying. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he'll take out a sling and he will try to use it on him, but he doesn't think it's going to work. Okay. So I need you to make a ranged attack. So you'll be rolling the d20. Your difficulty rating is also 12. And you'll be adding your presence modifier. 
Uh, 17. Okay. Uh, you also hit, you take a, took a good sized stone that you found here in the, uh, in the underground. And, uh, yeah, you nail it from the back of the head. Normally that would drop a small child of that size. But, uh, this time, uh, again, to no, to no effect at all. Oh, you see, oh, we're doomed, we're doomed, we're doomed. <laughs> Edward. I'm going to say to Daryl that I, I really think that he should really go in and try and converse with it and talk to it. <laughs> Jonathan looks up at him, shakes his head. Fuck you, fuck you. What? I mean, would you even say that to me? Ask him what his favorite color is. Um, yeah, I'm just going to... Continue to peer back into the room, mm -hmm. and uh, just to kind of see what's going on. Sure. Um, you see the last of the trail of light uh, leave the scroll case, and it goes into uh, the creature's mouth. Uh, it kind of pats its uh, belly, and then closes its eyes, and you start. It starts to shimmer again. And as it's shimmer, shimmering, uh, Vidric and Alec, you start to hear something in your brain. And it starts to get louder and louder and louder. Suddenly, there's a clap, uh, almost almost of uh, like thunder. The impish creature disappears in an explosion of uh, crystal. And I need you two... To roll a presence check as like sheer blinding pain flashes across your mind as this thing seems to have tear torn its way through dimensions and anyone in the room is affected by it. All right. <laughs> Okay, um, I need you both to make a presence check, difficulty roll of 12. Uh, now, don't forget, you have omens to fall back on. Okay, uh, so omens, like I said, are kind of supernatural watch guards for you that you can tap upon. Um, and the five things you can do with omens... Uh, or the ones relevant maybe to this. You can re-roll a dice roll, yours or someone else's. Um, you can lower damage dealt to you. You can uh, neutralize a crit or a fumble. Um, or you can lower one's test difficulty rating by four. Omens are uh, replenished each after each long rest. So I rolled. Sorry, you roll again. Uh, no. If, if you already rolled, then that, that, that's fine. Okay. 21. Okay. You are okay. You are not affected uh, by this, this kind of mental shockwave. Uh, Mouseroom, what'd you roll? 
I think I want. Oh, oh. <laughs> my D and D guy. I want to. Yeah, sorry. I want. <laughs> yeah, I want to take advantage of uh, one of those uh, omen. Uh, okay. <laughs> is that is that your one I'm seeing? That that is my one. Yes. That is a critical failure. Okay, so you're gonna use an omen to uh, wipe away the the critical failure. Yeah. Okay. Now I know why you were laughing. Yes. <laughs> so I just roll again. Uh basically, I mark, yeah. I mark down that I um. Yes. Used an omen for the day. Okay. Yep. Alright. Well, let's try this again. Uh, the roll is 10 plus modifier would be 11. 11. Okay, that is still not enough. Uh, difficulty was 12. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you just feel blinding white pain as this thing leaves this current plane of existence and it leaves you with a mental owie all right you take how many omens do you have two two okay all right so you would take Four points of psychic damage. And then that would leave me at zero. All right. <clears throat> uh, you can use another omen if you want to um, have me re-roll, although I could roll higher. Um, or you'll, or you'll, uh, you'll take the zero and suffer the effects. Uh, so you're 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 you go unconscious. There's still a chance that you may die, um, but there's a, a greater chance that you're just going to come out of this with um, not feeling too great. So sorry if I use the omen. So yeah, if you use the omen, um, you can have me reroll. Right. Or you you stick with the zero and. Uh, risk death. Risk death. There's only, there's only there's a small chance of death. Does it make twenty five percent actually? Uh, let's um. Oh, or sorry, or you can use an omen to lower the damage dealt to you by a d six. Huh. Well, <laughs> sure. Let's do that. I'll use up all lucky. my omens all at once. Oh, I don't feel lucky at all. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, the so the chances of uh, let's see here. Uh, so right now you're considered broken. Um. I would then roll a d4. If I roll a 4, you're dead. 1 to 3, you're not dead. But something nasty happens. Or if or I... you 
Yeah, or you use an open omen and roll a d6 to take away damage. Let's do that. All right. So I'm going to let you roll the d6. Wah. All right. You're not too bad. You only take uh, one point of damage. Your god smiles upon you. You won't be joining him today. Of course he smiles upon me. <sighs> if flies can smile, I'm not sure. Oh, he is Nost. <laughs> Nost. Uh, Nost is death. Nonetheless, it kind of knocks you on your ass. And, uh... uh Alec, you're you're okay, though. You, you managed to uh, shrug. Your mental capacity must be... Uh, your endurance must be strong. All that blue-blooded, blue-blooded uh, upbringing. <laughs> of course, of course, of course. <sighs> hey, Edward, next time you want to do a little light reading, don't. <laughs> good good <laughs> advice. Good advice. All right. Hey, do uh, I have any recollection of reading it? Like, do I, was I completely aware that I was shedding that out? Uh, yeah, you remember the uh, you you do remember reading it. You kind of uh, you heard your voice, but it was almost like you were looking in on yourself saying it. You know, you you, you don't really recall um, wanting to say it yourself. It just you know you you, you kind of turned into a puppet for a few seconds. I was a little beside myself. I think we were all beside ourselves. What happened? Oh, you know what? Move. I didn't roll for uh, Cheech and Chong. Your monkeys. Uh-oh. Uh, okay. Uh... These aren't the monkeys you're looking for. <laughs> I'm going to roll for Cheech first. Cheech failed. Oh man, Cheech don't got the stuff. You got the, how many hit points does your monkeys have? Four. Okay. Was that twenty? <laughs> <laughs> they have more than I do, believe it or not. Chong is okay. Yeah, man. Cheech. Cheeps drops off your shoulder and Thank is you. on the ground. Oh, wow, man. Oh, man. Oh, we, got food. Uh, we got food. We can eat. No, we can eat. don't touch. Uh, he's still breathing. Pick him up. Let's see. Investigate. He's actually broken. <laughs> just like, uh, just like Greg was. So I have to roll. Okay, he lives. And uh see not doing too good though. You see blood coming out of his mouth and ears. Uh, <laughs> John, you're gonna have to take care of Cheech. He kind of he's Chang uh, goes down there and he's 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 kind of like shaking shaking Cheech 
and uh, you know, like kind of uh, poking at the at the blood, tasting the blood, and uh, shaking them some more. Looks he looks looks a little worried about about his partner. Uh, I'll put him in my backpack for the time. Okay. Me. Why don't why, why don't you go give him some water? Uh, that's not a bad idea. Okay, you're gonna give him some water from. Uh... Yep, I'll go back to the stream since it's just through the doorway. Okay. Hopefully it'll help. Okay, you try to get some uh, water into him. Uh, helps a bit. But he's still uh, he's conscious, but you know, not not doing very well. He's probably going to need some sort of veterinarian service. Yeah, that's not. A... <laughs> <laughs> that's in the next room, isn't it? Maybe. <laughs> Doctor Moreau. All right, Johnny. What do you do next? Johnny is <laughs> kind of preoccupied with the monkey. He has a soft spot for animals, so he's just kind of just following along, making sure the monkey's okay. Okay. Uh, well, soft spot for animals, and you're telling them that, that it's food? Jeez. <laughs> oh, he eats the dead one. <laughs> I love animals. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of barbecue sauce. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> uh, Edward, what are you doing? Uh, not eating any animals. Okay. <laughs> Other than I that. I don't, I don't think I'm going to do anything at all. All right. You wait upon the others. Um, Vidrig? Uh, I'm going to go back to the stream and um, uh, fill up the, uh, the vase or container I took and just have a sip of water as well. Okay. Af after that ordeal. Okay. Uh, you, you leave uh, the room. Um, as soon as you leave the threshold of the southern door, you hear clanking behind you. Johnny, something is moving in your backpack. Oh my god, oh my god, he throws it down. He kind of opens it up. Okay, the skull is clamping, uh, open and closing uh, uh, by itself. It's spinning around in your, in your backpack. It tries to nip at your fingers. Whoa, 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 whoa. Vidrig, turning around, you see the three skeletons have risen. Uh, one headless is uh, pointing in the other direction, but the other two uh, with heads are get up out of their beds and come directly towards you. The one at the far end of the northern uh, bed is wielding a, uh, a jagged scimitar. Please roll group initiative. I like. 
<laughs> Guess I'm not having a drink of water. <laughs> Two. Alright, the skeletons are first. <laughs> okay, I need you to guys roll individual initiatives again. So that is a uh, d6 plus your, what did I say, agility? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right, Vidrig, what'd you get? A seven. All right, Alec. Three. Uh, Johnny. Four. And Edward. Six. Six, all right. All right, so these bone bearers come charging at you. You hear them, uh, you actually kind of hear like a whisper coming through them uh, in, inside their inside their bony ribs. You see kind of shriveled up organs and blackened. Uh, lungs and whatnot, just kind of hanging off the, the skeletal frame. You see, they're they're kind of trying to pump air in into their uh, uh, into what's left of their uh, their bodies. You hear almost like almost barely a whisper of, "What's ours? What's ours?" Okay, first one takes a swing at Vidrig. Uh, this one is just attacking with its, uh, yeah, just with its fists. Okay, I rolled a 13. So that is a hit, I believe. Let's see here. Yes. Um... So now you're going to roll a, a defense roll. You're rolling your uh, d20, adding your agility modifier to it. Your difficulty rating is 12. Okay. d20 plus agility. Um, 19. All right. You, uh, you skip to the side as it takes a swing at you. Ah. <laughs> uh. Just in time to see the one with the scimitar step through the door. Okay, he swings at scimitar. Go ahead and make another defense roll. Uh, 13. All right. You kind of roll roll on the ground to... Uh, you, you continue your dodge from the first one and just go even lower to, to dodge the uh, the scimitar as it uh, swings in the air uh, above you. Uh, the one without the head is having troubles uh, getting out of the room. So I'm going to actually have him do a presence uh, check to see if he can find his way out. Oh, and he does. Uh, but not being able to see you, he does not attack. Or she. Alright, next up is... What's well, your turn, Vidric? Um, 
I'm gonna take uh, my hammer out of my backpack, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna try and uh, smack one on the head with my hammer. Okay. Uh, which one you're attacking? Uh, one with the scimitar, one without the scimitar, or the headless? I'm gonna go for Mr. Scimitar. Okay. Um, so that is a d20, correct? Yep. It's okay. yeah. Skill roll always a d20. Right, okay. And to melee attack, its difficulty rating is 12, adding your strength bonus. Okay. Uh, 10. 10, okay. You swing and a miss. It uh, deflects it with its uh, scimitar in a kind of erratic, jerky motion. Okay, Edward. Is um, so I was sort of peeked at last thing I did. I peeked back into that room. Uh, yes. Where is this? Where is this battle happening? So basically, right beside you. Um, right beside. So, okay. Yeah, you, they're all just kind of crowded at the uh, open door in the, on the cavern side. So you got these three skeletons have just like blundered at you, taken two swings at Vidrig. Um, and yeah, yeah, they're all kind of right, right in front of you. Yeah. Okay. That's that's what I was picturing. Um, I have a short sword. Uh huh. So I'm going to use that, and um, I'll I'll take a swing at whichever one's closest. Okay, they're all within striking distance, so you can tell me your target. There's okay. The, uh... So there's the scimitar, the, one without the scimitar, and the headless. The headless one. I, I think I'm going to go for the headless one. Okay. <laughs> uh, so it is uh, a DR12, adding your strength modifier. Oh, D12? Uh, sorry, D20. It's always D20 to, to hit. All right, D twenty. And your your DR your difficulty rating is twelve. Oh, it, oh it's difficult rating. Okay. Yeah, with your strength modifier. No, I rolled a ten. Okay, you jab into it successfully, but it hits no organs, no nothing. It just kind of goes in and out of its rib cage with uh, barely a scratch. A drat. Okay, uh, are you staying in that position? Um, I'm gonna sort of move away. Sure. Uh, it doesn't really know where you are, so you can do that successfully. Uh, how far, far, how far away are you going? I'm gonna try and get without a like out of the range of any swinging distance. Sure. Like, I don't, I, I, no, no range of being attacked. Okay, so like yeah. ten feet back at least. Say it both that, say, yeah. Okay. That sounds good. Johnny. Oh, Johnny is scared. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I, I told you that they may not be dead, but you said they were dead, and I told you they weren't. Now I'm right, and you're wrong. <laughs> I'm going to take it another stone and throw it at the nearest skeleton. Okay. Uh, you can pick your target. Uh, one. Let's go with one that's engaged. Okay, so both 
of them right now are attacking Vidrig. I'll take one, uh, the closest one to me that's on Vidrig. Okay, the one with the scimitar or the one without? Uh, the scimitar, definitely. Okay, sure. Uh, so it's uh, DR of 12 using your presence modifier. Oh, there's nothing. Oh my god, a 20. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Natural 20. Alright, uh, so it is... Yep, you are going to do double damage. Okay. I think I have a d4 on my sling. Okay, so roll it twice. four and two all right okay so you do six points of damage and i'll duck right back behind the, the doorway oh you're by the river with the monkeys so you're oh sorry okay yeah, okay. yeah. Right. it's fine a bit farther back you're you're back there with um on wretched there. In fact, your shot smashes through its spot. It's already you got you found a weak spot in the spinal cord and completely collapses it. The scimitar oh clangs to the ground. Oh my god! Oh my god! Scratch one skeleton. All right. Uh, Alec. I'm going to run forward and attack the one that still has its head. Okay. So d20, difficulty rate in 12, using your strength modifier. 15. That's a hit. Three points of... Three points of damage. Okay. Uh, you take a good chunk of it out. Uh, you you destroy half of its rib cage with uh, your flail, which I gather you, you were using. Yep. Okay. Take that, you fiend. <laughs> um. All right. Back to the skeletons turns towards its new foe and does a does a swipe at it balls up its uh, skeletal fingers and just tries to smash it in the mouth nope but you step back and uh, it misses okay the other one going to Try to swipe at someone, but I'm raising its difficulty because it has no head. Oh, um, Johnny, did you? What, what are you doing with the skull in your backpack? Is it still in there? Uh, yeah, it's still in my backpack. I shut it. Okay. Okay, it starts flailing and flailing and flailing and. Um, Actually, it is going to connect here. Uh, Vidrig, 
sorry. I need you to do an our defense roll. And that's like agility plus something? Yeah. Plus, okay. Oh, sorry, 20. Yeah, uh, four. Okay. Uh, this one catches you uh, with its uh, flailing arm. Uh, do you have armor? I have light armor. Okay. So it hits you with its bony fist. Uh, two points of damage. You roll your light armor to absorb the damage. Uh, I believe light armor is... Is it D2? It is, yeah. Okay, so you can roll a four-sided die, and you know one and two is one, three and four is two. Okay, let's do that. Uh, one. Okay, you absorb one point of damage, so you, you take one. <laughs> cracks you, cracks you, hits you on the shoulder, kind of numbs your your shoulder. I think I'm going to be lasting too long. <laughs> Um. All right. Back to you, Vidrig. Um. Am I able to pick up the uh, scimitar without? Sure. Um, and can I also like take a swing at the skeleton? Or sure. Okay. That is what I would like to do. Which one are you attacking? Uh, the one that just hit me. Okay. <clears throat> Had this. Headless. Dude, Hunter. Uh, plus one. Eighteen. Eighteen is a hit. Oh, I guess you should know the damage for a scimitar. Once oh, yeah, I have. <laughs> <laughs> so why isn't he rolling? Uh, uh, jagged. Sorry. Yeah, jagged scimitar. It's not in the best condition. Uh, it's a D4. Okay. Oh. That's a D4. Two. Two points damage, all right. Yeah. And that was the headless. That was the first time he was damaged. Headless. All right. Edward. I am going to run in and try and try and skewer one of those organs on the headless skeleton. Okay. Fifteen. That's a hit. Short sword is a D4 for damage. Yep. Uh, one. One point of damage, okay. And I'm going to back off again. Okay. Yeah, there's no penalty for backing off against a headless skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be Johnny uh, Johnny's gonna dump the skull out of his backpack okay 
uh, you, you you dump out your backpack. And oh, everything that, there's a butterfly in there too, isn't there? Oh. Everything that was in there, you know, fall, falls out of there. Uh, your butterfly is kind of crushed. <laughs> um, uh, still edible, but kind of crushed. Seeing this, Johnny gets kind of angry and takes his stab and wants to smash the skull to pieces. Okay. Uh, what are you using? Uh, my staff. Okay. You, 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 you killed my butterfly. You, you fuck. Oh, fuck you. Oh, uh. Okay. Uh, I'm going to let you have a plus two to your roll because it's just a skull. Okay. <laughs> Uh, 14. That's a hit. And I do believe the staff was a d4 as well, if I'm not mistaken. Um, maybe, probably, be my guess. Two. Two. You crack the skull, the, the skull open, and split it in half. Uh, the body of the skeleton stops all of a sudden, and then just collapses. Oh! Pick up my butterfly. All right. <laughs> um. Num 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 num. That would be Alec. Uh, I'm gonna swing at the last skeleton again. Bone fist, alright. Fifteen? Yep. Yep, <coughs> that's a hit. Two points. That's enough as your final attack smashes the other side of the rib cage and splintering the uh, the bones and it you return it to its restful state <laughs> there was sc- uh, all right you pick yourselves up after the after the battle um some of you are okay well let's be honest, one of you is not doing too good. <laughs> I gotta get that drink of water now. Alright. <laughs> you go out, take your vase, kind of give it a rinse from the uh, the dead, uh, the remains of the dead flower that was uh, in there. And uh, fill up your vase. And uh, I, uh, I told you, I told you they weren't dead. I think they would have stayed dead if uh, Edward hadn't decided to open his big mouth. Yeah, he does have a big mouth. Big mouth. It wasn't, it wasn't me that opened it. Wasn't anyone else that picked up the scroll now, was it? We heard you talking. <laughs> it's a book. Almost got us killed. It's his fault. It's his fault. All right. Yeah, you take a, a swig of water. Uh, it refreshes you a bit. Um, did you want to uh, take a rest here? Or did you want to continue on? 
Uh, I suppose if we were going to take a rest, maybe we could take a rest in the room that we were just in. That would be, like, safe. Er. This one's kind of, like, out in the open, um, and, uh, right by the main entrance, if I'm not wrong. What do the others feel? I'm fine. Whatever. What's going on in the room's fine. Everything's dead that was in there. I hope. Johnny will, Johnny will get back <laughs> in the room. Edward, how you feel about it? I'm okay to kick back for a little bit. I just don't read anything. Nah. Uh, you hear from the entranceway. Are you still alive down there? No. You hear by <laughs> you hear your uh you hear your horse, uh Alec. Oh, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just checking. Sound very noisy and whatnot down there. Mm, some trouble. You should come. Oh, I, I would, I would, I would love that. But you see, I'm a horse, and those are stairs, and I might slip and crack a hoof. Yes, is sensitive. Is is there room down there? Yeah, tons of room. Come on down. All right, there's. Uh, something something happened up here. I should probably uh, I should probably tell you. You hear a clip clop clip clop of a, this uh, this great beautiful uh, steed, and uh, he emerges uh, from the bottom. It's almost like a kind of breeze too that kind of wafts his mane as he enters, Ooh. and majestic. Uh, <laughs> he uh, he comes trotting in. He's like, oh, splendid water. Takes a takes a drink. Goes, hmm. Yeah, it doesn't smell the best, but it tastes rather wonderful. Goes, yes. Well, oh, uh, is this your doing? He looks at the bones. Yes, tis our doing. Hmm. Oh, by the way, another wagon pulled up. Who is it? I don't know, but it smells like there's someone in there. You don't know. I don't know. It's covered. It just rolled up with nobody on it at all. No, no, no. It's 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 been driven and it's been escorted. It's much like what we dr drove up in. Yeah. Okay. Not really sure. Uh, hmm, it's a bit smelly in here, but uh, at least it's uh, undercover. And that meat, that that donkey that was up there with me is an absolute bore. <laughs> well, don't say that too loudly. I think hmm? the smell is from Johnny. Yes, yes, you're probably right there as well. <laughs> oh, you look like shit. He looks at Vidrig. What happened to you? Oh. Uh, yeah, um, Edward decided to get all wordy and have a little read of something he probably should have left alone, and, um... 
Edward. I, Which one's Edward? You all look rather like alike to me. <laughs> <laughs> we all look the same. Yeah. Edward. Uh, raise your hand, Edward. Yes, it is me. I am Edward. It's oh. so I read a passage. <laughs> the self-proclaimed philosopher. Yes, yes. And you could have put more feeling into it. it you didn't really emote. Yeah, he did. In a bad way. I have no recollection of this. Well, take a look. This is your recollection. The place seems safe now. All right. Um, as the group heads uh, into the now empty library. Uh, Vidric, are you keeping the Jagged Scimitar? Yeah, I'm going to keep it for now. Okay. Uh, you go back into the room to have a bit of a breather. All right. Uh, taken a rest. All right, so all of you are kind of catching a breath. You've uh, had some water. Um, uh, go ahead and roll a. If you've been hurt and you have uh, f uh, either food or water, roll a d4 to restore some hit points. I just had water. That's fine. Okay. Bloody four. I rolled a rig. Uh, one. Okay. <laughs> You're restored. A tad bit. Little cheech. Like one hit point? Yeah, one I'll... hit Okay. Yep, one hit point. I like. Uh, cheech, yeah. Cheech has more going on with him. Uh, yeah, he's still not looking great. He needs more than uh, food and water. I know exactly what Cheech needs. <laughs> oh, a bit of barbecue sauce. <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor, poor Chong is uh is is kind of cradling him in in as as you. You know, let them out to to rest on the bed there. A deep fryer. Yeah. <laughs> these uh these exotic uh, animals uh, were given to you as a uh, uh, a gift from uh, your father. Uh, they they came from across the the sea from a land you've uh, not been to yourself. Um, but uh, they they've been with you for probably about. Six years now. Six standoffish years. Called Hanali. Cheech and Chong the monkeys live by the sea. <laughs> All right. They were a gift from Alex. <laughs> On the land called Hanali. 
<laughs> so after your rest, um, what do you do? There is a heavy door to the north, and then there is the uh, the dining room in the other room that you briefly looked into. That was the room that it smelled real bad, right? Uh, yeah, there, there was there was a rotten smell, and there looked to be plates and everything on the table, although. From your vantage point, you didn't see any uh, uh, any food, and the table is is quite long. Um, you can guess probably about fifteen or twenty people could probably sit at it. Maybe we should go see if there's any books in there to read. Not a great idea. <laughs> Maybe if, we'll see if there's some food, and I can jam it in your mouth to stop it. <laughs> To stop you from reading. <laughs> yeah, let's let's take a look in that other room. Let's do some fine dining. <laughs> All right, uh, everyone, go into the dining room. To the dining room. Let's okay. Go. You leave the library. Go across. Um. Sorry, I forget. What's, what's the horse's name again? Barbarist. Barbarist, that's right. I almost said barbiturate. That's fine, too. <laughs> Barbie. Okay, he, uh, he, he kind of benignly watches you go from one room to another. It's like, not exactly making a lot of forward progress, are you? Clip-clop. Listen, man. Just let us do our thing. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. Far be it for me to criticize. Glue. Excuse me. Glue. I'm sorry. What? What was that? I'm sorry. Uh, I I something was thrown. Yeah. I didn't hear sorry. anything. Sorry. I have to. My tail has to flut, uh, uh, swat some flies here. Just, just give me a second. Okay, uh, you enter the dining room. Okay, it's uh, it's warm and inviting in this. Uh, although there is that kind of sweet smell of rot in here. Uh, you, you, you hear the kind of faint, still playing violin music coming from the north. Uh, there is... A uh, door to the north in the upper left corner. And there's also another door uh, to the east. Uh, and then you see the, uh, the bearded man at the end of the table. Uh, doing a quick count, you do indeed see about 20 chairs around this table. Uh, you, there's uh, there's mugs in front of it. There's plates. There's spoons, but there's no food or drink. The four giant oil lamps are providing the ample light and the heat in this room. Jonathan's gonna go up and pull out a chair. Okay, pull out the chair. Have a seat. Having a seat, looking around. Okay. All right. 
There's a guy with a beard sitting at the table. Yeah, he does not move. Um, oh. his, his skin, now that you're a bit closer, you can see more, more of his uh, description. Uh, his skin is ashen gray. His eyes are dark. And I don't mean he has, like, dark pupils or anything. His You, you can't see where his eyes are. It's just kind of like shadow. Um, he's dressed in a dusty old cloak uh, that has lots of uh, symbols and uh, runes uh, all about him uh, stitched into the cloak. Doesn't look good. Uh, but he has not moved. Edward, what do you do? Did the uh, did the horse come in to this room with us? No, he's uh he's where the the stream is. Okay. Um, I was going to suggest something to the horse. Well, you can go back out there. All right, I'm going to go back out and uh, horse, horse, <clears throat> human, human. Why don't you? <laughs> Why don't you scout up ahead a little ways? Maybe report, come back to us and tell us what you find. That's a splendid idea. Listen, I have a better idea. Why don't you do it instead? <laughs> How do you like that idea, hmm? Well, that's not a very good idea at all. I, I beg to differ. Well, it's just that the room up ahead is a little too... I don't well, scout. Let me put it this way. It's not in my contract. I I I figure things out. But uh, if you want to scout, why don't you get that little smelly scamp to do it? Well, I believe there is some figuring to be had up ahead. There is a sound coming from forth. Which the violin music. Yes, I hear that. Mm. Perhaps uh, you could uh, investigate this. Well, uh, with my superior intellect uh, to yours, I have surmised that that music is, in fact, coming from a violin. There. Don't have to scout now, do I? Well, what makes the violin go? Probably someone playing it. Why don't you go up ahead and see? I would, but I am contemplating the rapid movements of this river and how it correlates to the chaos theory. What have you done lately? Well then, must I do everything myself? Mm, it appears so. I'm just going to kind of brush any dust off of me. Okay. Huh. And, have uh, fun scouting the castle. Walking back into the stenched room. <laughs> Edward comes in, bit of a pissed off look on his face. Uh, you were talking to the horse, were you? <laughs> what a mistake that was. You should have asked first. I could have told you. I'll, I'll remember that next time. <laughs> um, Alec, what are you doing? I'll greet the man with the beard. Good day, sir. Hello. Why do you not greet us? He looks or he sits stoically forward, not moving. Barely even tell if he's breathing or not. 
I think this one has expired. Jonathan's going to put his butterfly on a plate and try to okay. stab at it with a fork. Okay. <laughs> uh, you successfully stab at it. He'll eat it. Okay. Quite delicious, actually. And right. it, it, it feels almost like a full meal. So good. So, so, so good. Yeah, I think just now Jonathan has noticed the man across the table. Okay. Hello, sir. Hello, hello, hello. Again, does not say or move. Kind of look at the guys. Strong, silent type. Uh, he, he could he could be dead, guys. He might he might he might be dead dead. Well, I wouldn't count on it. I'm going to climb up on the table. Okay. And I'm going to poke it, poke his head with my staff. Okay, if you walk up to the, the head of the table where he is and give him a little nudge, doesn't react. I, I think I think he's dead, guys. How's his posture? Like, how is he sitting in the chair? He's sitting uh, straight up. Well, it's not slightly hunched at the shoulders, but... Um, it doesn't look like he'll tip over. Like he seems yeah. to be sitting as if, you know, a, a normal person sits. His head I, is straight. His head is looking straight ahead. Can I take a baseball swing with my staff on his head? Oh, you, that's a bad idea. You can. I want to. Okay, go ahead uh, and make a roll. Uh, you have you have a plus four to your strike. Ten. Somehow, uh, you miss. <laughs> you, oh, you, whoa, whoa. You, you whiff, and you, his his hood kind of flutters. His pointy hood uh, uh, flutters from the swing, but it's a he, bad he, swing. He ducked. He ducked. He might be alive. That idea, Johnny. I suspect there's some sort of magic at work here. Oh, okay. You you do your thing. My thing is stopping you from doing your thing right now. I'll climb off the table. Okay. And hide the guys. And, sorry, where? Go behind the guys. Kind of okay. hide. Okay. Well, what, what are we doing? What are we, what are we doing in here? Let, let's... We're going to the next room is what we're doing. Yeah, Dave, I'm going to walk up to the next door. North or east? Uh, north. Does it sound like the violin's coming from the north door or the east door? It sounds like the north. Okay, I'm going to go up to that door uh, and um, check the door is it closed see if it's if it is locked okay you uh you go up to that door and try the handle it it opens it starts to, to creak open at just... that moment the east door opens as well 
Now what have I done? You, you, uh, you see a you see a single soldier guard, perhaps, uh, peering in at you. His uh, he's short. He's maybe like five foot, uh, but he is uh, armed with a crossbow. And he, he, he looks at the assembled here. Hey, who are you? We're the dinner guests. And we're going to end it right there. Intro and outro theme, as well as incidental music, by Greg Hatton. Wow, we've been in three rooms, and we're getting our asses handed to us. <laughs>